Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Hi, Binky. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. <laughs> Man, I'm hoping you can hear me because. <laughs> It has been a week with technical difficulties. So I'm going to do this welcome real quick. Hello and welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you. And hit that follow button so you can join me live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.45 Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat. Thank you all for your continued love, sports, likes, shares, and downloads. And yeah, I have a lot to go over today. Um, I hope so. Hi, Rottweiler. How are you? Oh, everything just went like blue. That was weird. <laughs> like day blue blue. Hmm, interesting. I hope that you're having a good morning. Thank you. It's some good music going this morning getting me while I was getting ready. I was listening to music. So that was nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Are you being attacked by Smurfs? I don't know. I just touched something and then the whole pod bean, like it all highlighted and it was like bright blue. So yeah, my computer, <laughs> maybe that's what's happening to my technology. There's Smurfs in my computer. Maybe that's the problem. All right. So, um, yeah, today, right now in Denver, it is currently 61 and cloudy. They said we we're supposed to be sunny on um, the high of 84. Well, we will see. We will see. Um, I would go with BP's weather since he's in here. He probably already knows, but I have it in here. 62. You're under poor air quality. I wonder, is that because of the um, fires that are in Canada? And it was just, when I looked it up, it was just bright yellow, poor air quality, poor air quality. Um, and you'll be a high of 77. And then, um, yeah, I it's the same in, in Welland where um, Tuttles is. He's got really bad poor air quality too. So I was just wondering, hi, Annie J. Hi, GP man. Good morning. Good to see you all. Um, Hanny Jade's mother, she's gonna be freaking hot, <laughs> just like she is. It's hot out there. It starts off kind of nice, but still hot, hot, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Expected for her, so um, yeah. And then GP man, oh man, it's probably hot out there too. And then getting into with all those mosquitoes, that's getting a bit um crazy, um, with the uh. What is it malaria? We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, so hot um, in Phoenix, 107 in Tucson, 105. And then the other day, Hanny was saying in her car it was 112. Holy moly, that is hot. That's hot. All right, so I'm going to do my word of the day and all that good stuff, a little bit of positivity to get you started. And that's actually my word of the day. 
positive, well, not positive is my word, constructive, optimistic, confident. Um, And then it says, uh, let's see. Oh, it goes on to say, a positive attitude is something that everyone can work on and everyone can learn how to employ it. And that is by um, Joan London. And um, this is be the reason someone feels loved and believes in the goodness of people. Um, being an, an adult in this world nowadays um, can change you. <laughs> I say it all the time, yet the nastiness and self-centered humans get to you after a while. Um, they have a bad habit. I have a bad habit. Um, I have gotten a lot better, but I still stuff a lot of stuff. And then I'm like that little teapot that just blows up at the end. I need to think more positively when things happen. And um, being positive means you are choosing to see the bright side of things. Um, That takes a lot of practice. Some are born with it. Um, Like Aaron, my son, oh my gosh, he will always, (laughs) he will always find something positive. Well, maybe they're having a bad day. You know, he's always finds something positive, tries to find the positive in it. Um, It is a conscious decision that you have to make on a daily basis. Damn, it's hard. It means that you can recognize that that even though you're in a struggle and in pain, um, that's not the only thing out there, even though they are the only things you can see at the time. Even though pain and sorrow being positive means that you can always find the good in situations in people. You have faith that things will always get better. Here are just a few little tips on being more positive. Um, You have a choice every morning when you wake up. You can embrace the day, start it off with something positive like a quick workout or a calming meditation or the Dina Joe podcast. Um, shameless plug. Or you can be grumpy, but either way, you still have the choice You and you still have to get up and you still have to deal with your day. It's your choice. Um, listen to music. Music has a positive effect on our automatic nervous system, which controls your blood pressure and your heartbeat and your limbic system. Limbic system, which is the, in charge of your emotions and feelings and decreases anxiety. And that is so true. I mean, whatever music you like and whatever music makes you happy, it's so true. It really helps you. Surround yourself with people who bring you up instead of down. Seriously, take a look at the people you spend um, the majority of time with. Are they always angry, mad, and irritated? Not sure about you, but that turns me off. Um, You might not be able to control um, people around you when you're at work, but outside of work, have have the courage to let the people go that impact your life negatively. Um, It's hard. It's not easy. Hi, Mike. It's not easy at first, but if if there's always negative in your life, and especially like I had somebody, for example, um, in my life, and this woman was constantly negative. And, and I finally, you know, I thought, okay, she has no problem telling me when there's something wrong in my life. And so I'm just going to go to her as a friend and be like, you know what, dude, I can't, I can't deal with all the negativity. And I, I did, and it blew up. She, she just went off and it was like, damn. All right. 
that just showed me, you know, and now, now we're no longer friends just because, um, I had the nerve to kind of take matters into my own hands, but yeah, it, it sucks when that happens, but you know what? My life, I can honestly say is better off without it. It's just like, you can breathe. Um, so surround yourself with people who are constantly positive about life. They will be able to influence you and, and you will do the same. Uh, let's see. Um, have a few trusted friends whom you consider a great listener and trustworthy. Trustworthy is the word here. You are able to share with them personal issues that you are not making public to everyone else. This gives you a friend the opportunity to consider another situation in the, you know, with the issue that's at hand. Take a hard look at how you treat people in your life. Is there any where you can show more kindness and patience? Um, can you help out more? Positive and happy people practice gratitude. So you always hear, you know, do have a gratitude journal or whatever. I haven't started that yet, but maybe I should. Um, and then it says, I read this tip and I really like it. Some call there, some call it a sunshine box, but what it is, is like a jar or something. When somebody gives you a compliment, if you can screenshot it or write it down and you put it, you just collect all these compliments. And then when you're having a shitty day, you can go inside that and be like, damn, I remember that day when so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be, I think that's great. I think any, I think that would be like a totally great gift to give somebody, you know what I mean? Um, so when they're having a hard time, they can be encouraged by those encouraging words. I really like that a lot. Um, so when try to encourage others, tell them you believe in them, um, letting them know their worth. And especially if you're a boss, do that. Um, it means a lot to the people who work for you. Um, if you express to them how much they mean to you, I swear they will work harder and they will be more loyal to you. If you don't always just go and tell them the bad stuff, you need to tell them the positive things too. So yeah. Um, do you do something in your life that helps you feel more positive? Put it in the chat. You never know what can help somebody. So yeah, I really like that sunshine box. So anyway, <laughs> I am going to get ready to go over what's trending. There's all kinds of stuff. Kittens. Oh, yes, I know. Mike, um, I keep telling him he needs to get when he moves back where, to Florida or wherever he ends up, he needs to get himself a cat because uh, that will totally help you so much. And then VP, is it food? <laughs> Does food make you happy? I know. All right. So um, I was talking about the mosquitoes. Um, this is kind of crazy. Uh, I, I was, well, last week I was talking about how we have so much water out here from all the rain and um, how many mosquitoes we have. There's been cases now, is it five cases, I believe, um, in Florida and Texas. And uh, we haven't had malaria in over 20 years. The last case was in um, 2003 when eight people in Florida caught the disease. Um, typically within a week to a month of being bitten by the mosquito carrying the malaria-causing parasite, 
people experience um, initial attack that will last hours, having several stages of systems, including cold and shivering, fever, headaches, um, vomiting, and finally sweating and fatigue. Additionally, signs of malaria that doctors look for include enlarged spleen, um, jaundice, enlarged liver, and increased heart rate. So um, be careful out there. It's kind of crazy that it, I mean, where does it, where does it all of a sudden just come from? Um, if we haven't had it in two, you know, for 20 years, that's the weird thing. Hi, bam, bam. I know you be careful. Don't, don't be in the chat, be careful and enjoy the kids' graduations. Um, where does it just come from? If it hasn't been here for 20 years, how does it just show up? Anyway, um, I was talking about the different essential oils that you can use around and I'm, and I got to look it up and I'm guessing you probably put it on you, like maybe on your wrists and, you know, little dabs, a little dab will do you. Um, and it, the smell will keep them away. And that was cinnamon, lavender, I believe lemon. Um, the other thing that I was reading was, um, coffee grounds, used coffee grounds. Anybody who drinks coffee, I have, um, a bunch of them and it keeps, it deters pets, pests and pets, but be careful if you do have pets. Um, it can be deadly to cats and dogs, but they said the smell, typically they stay away because the smell, um, they don't like the smell of it, but I'm, I, I'm watching Billy. I put actually put some down around, um, this plant that was being eaten up. And I swear to you, when I sprinkled it on all these little ants, just like scattered. So I don't know. They don't like the smell. Um, it's very pungent. It says, so I don't know if it works with mosquitoes. The other thing they said you can do is burn them. You can burn the coffee grounds in a terracotta, like a little pot if you're having a get together and that smell keeps mosquitoes away. So um, I'm not sure if it works or not, you guys, but if you're in, um, oh, oh, let me, hold on, hold on. Let me get you. Bam. I think I got you in time. Hi, Bam Bam. I don't have my proper headset. I don't even know if you can hear me right now. I just turned it all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll put it in. They can't hear you, so I'm going to put that in the chat. So, yeah, that was, um, and that's what they were saying, like the lemon oil. So I, have you heard of that before, the essential oils? Do you just put it on your skin? Yes. Yeah, okay. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. It's dangerous. Oh, bam, bam, I lost you. Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's muted. Oh, let's see. Um, Talk to me when you get a chance. Um. Bam, bam. It sounds like you, it looks, oh, he's gone. All right. He was saying, um, hi, crazy lady. That, um, if you couldn't hear him, that the, um, lemon, like lemon balm, any of the lemon, um, citronella plants, 
um, put them around your yard. Like I was showing you that video I have um, of all the herbs. A lot of them are lemon, lemon balm, lemon, different lemon ones. But then he also said, hi, Asha, that you can put um, the oils, the essential oils that I was talking about. Put them on your wrist behind da little dabs on your neck and stuff and use the, the any of the lemon ones, the um, lemon, lime, citronella. You can go to a health food store and find all of that stuff. And it's so much better for you than um, the DEET. And um, no worries, Bam Bam. I know you're driving. Be careful. Don't write in the chat. But next time, um, I want to know what you were going to tell me about how dangerous. You were saying something about um, mixing the DEET with something else. So we need to find out what that was. You cut out right after that. Hi, Mr. A. Good to see you. Um, lemon Pledge. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the bald people, use a little lemon pledge on your head. It'll do. It'll work just fine. You have a little shiny head and keep the mosquitoes away. No. <laughs> no. Hi, Arian. Anyone? Good to see you. So yeah, for you guys. Um. Oh man, can you imagine? Now we're going to be attacked by um freaking mosquitoes with malaria. That's all we need. So just protect yourself and don't, if you can't, uh, I mean, yeah, like he was saying, I don't use those, those sprays, the DEET and all that stuff ever since I heard that it was really bad for you. And then I heard you can spray it on your clothes and I don't want to spray it on my yoga pants. That'd be terrible, huh, Asha? <laughs> I can't have DEET on the yoga pants. Anyway, so yeah, use, um, use the essential oils. Um, anything lemony and stuff like that, that'll help you. So, and try the coffee grounds. I'm trying them. I sprinkled them around the plants and stuff. And supposedly it, they don't like the smell. And then if we have an outing, I'm just going to, um, I'll try burning some too and seeing how um, that works. But if you do get a mosquito bite, you know, do the clean it, of course. Um, they say you can, you know, use the hydrocortisone, um, putting ice on it, um, there was one in here that I was, I was like, wow, that's a cool tip. Um, oh, honey, I, I had no idea, but I've heard it before. I mean, I heard of it. I just have never used it before. Um, honey, it, um, putting after you clean it, put honey on it because it has the antibacterial and it's, um, and especially if they said, if you use local honey, um, like always don't use the commercial ones, that's not going to do any good. Um, put some of that on it. Um, and then um, they also said you can make a paste out of baking soda and water and put that on your bite too. And that tends to help. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just kind of scary. All these things. And take Benadryl. Um, Aaron, he gets, when he gets bitten, I mean, he literally like swells up. I think he's um, allergic to it. I mean, he swells up really bad. So um, just uh, be cautious of um, all that that's going out there. <clears throat> Get off of there. All right. So now, hi, Salty. How are you? I know. Try not to um, itch. That's the best, worst thing. You can get um, an infection um, with that. So try not to itch. Try not to itch. I can't remember what. Oh, you know what they said to do? <laughs> you know what they said to do, Asha? They said instead of itching, if you feel like you have to itch, slap it. So they said, slap it, slap where you want to itch, slap it real hard because then you'll have a stinging pain and you won't want to itch it. I'm like, all right, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> slap it. All right. 
whatever. So we are going to move on to food. Um, food. Um, you can get uh, free Chick-fil-A all summer long, supposedly. Let's see what we have to do. Um, to get it, probably download an app, I'm sure. Um, it says um, code moo. It's called a new, uh, it might sound weird, you know, but in the summer, Chick-fil-A is releasing a new digital game called code moo that lets customers win real, not digital, free food. So, you have to um, download Chick-fil-A's game called Code Moo, and you play the game every day, and you complete little missions, and then you get, like, you earn free food. So um, it's it's going on right now through August 1st. So if you're into playing games and you're good at it and you like Chick-fil-A, Code Moo. Oh, I see. Let's see. It's a weekly, there's weekly, weekly um, wins. So um, let's see, we've already gone through that. So June 8th, you would win a free mountain drink. Um, the week of July 5th, free medium Chick-fil-A waffle fries. July um, 12th, um, free medium Chick-fil-A sun. What's a sun joy? Chick-fil-A a sun joy? I have, I have no idea what that is. Um, the week of July 19th, a Chick-fil-A brownie. The week of um, the 26th, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I have no idea what a Sunjoy is. What the hell is that? Anyway, so code Moo. Where's Bart? We played the Moo song for him. Code Moo. So, yeah, Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> what was it? I'm a cow. <laughs> and so um back oh there wait <laughs> oh there you are good it worked um hey bam 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 let me see let me hold on talk no we can't hear you at all now can you guys hear him? I can't hear him. Uh, we have no kick. Oh, no Chick-fil-A there. Uh, sorry, Bam Bam. We can't hear you. Uh, Chick, yeah. No Chick-fil-A. Um, oh, that sucks. He was going to try again. So, um, yeah, Chick-fil-A, Calmu. I Really? Just I kind of over by uh, where you're at, um, crazy lady? Gosh, they're everywhere. They're kind of, they're not as bad as Starbucks, but they're, we have a lot of them um, over by us. Um, so next, Panda Express. Um, no sound. For me? Wait. Wait, Mike, you can't hear me? <laughs> Hi, Bam Bam. <laughs> now I'm confused, Mike. You can't hear me? <laughs> Okay. Yes. Don't confuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, he, I know he's driving. Um, Bam Bam, are you there? Yeah, he's driving. Oh, damn. Um, he's going to keep trying. I'm, oh, you're, oh, okay. We'll try it again. <laughs> 
That's okay. It's been Monday was just it's technical stuff has just been crazy. And I hate to say um this app at all because then I'm afraid like somebody's listening and then they'll cut me off or something. But all right, Panda Express. That's where I was going. Panda Express. They have a new, um, they're jumping into the um, chicken sandwich uh, thing and they're going to do an orange chicken, you know, like their orange chicken. They're going to do orange chicken sandwich, which kind of sounds kind of good, but I don't know about the whole pickles on that because it's really, really super sweet. Um, if you haven't um, had their orange chicken, so it's just a chicken patty, I'm guessing dumped in their orange chicken sauce and then with pickles on top of it. That's what they're saying. Um, I'd try it for sure. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, Tuttle says bug spray and sunscreen used at the same time will shut down your kidneys and liver and kill you. So, um, yeah, that's very important. Thank you. Um, bam, bam. So don't, you know, if you just stay away from that deep stuff, stay away from it. Um, crazy lady. It's good. It's, you know, but it's kind of, it's fast food, Chinese food, I guess. I have not been there in a very, very long time, but they're known for their orange chicken. That's their big thing. Um, is the orange chicken. And it's probably the one that makes, that has so much, it has so much sugar and then breading and all kinds of stuff. You see, it makes Hanny J sick. Probably maybe all the sodium. I have not been there in a very, very, very long time. But yeah, so they're getting into that chicken sandwich um, game. Um, and then we'll move on since um, do you have Krispy Kreme donuts, crazy lady? Because they have um, their 4th of July donuts are out. I think they started um, June 21st. Um, they started where you can get their Stars and Stripes Dozen Donuts. Um, let's see what the flavors they are. Krispy Kreme's debut flavors include red velvet sparkling donut, a red velvet cake donut coated. That's a red velvet date coated with cream cheese icing and decorated with candy stars and, and pearls. And then there's the Freedom Flag Donut. Um, it is an original glazed covered in red icing with blue sprinkles and right, white frosting stripes to look like the American flag. Um, there's an apple pie donut, an apple pie cinnamon filled unglazed shell dipped in caramel icing and then has graham cracker crumb on top with white icing drizzled on top. Holy moly, that sounds so sweet. Um, the Stars and Stripes dozen will include three of their new um, donuts along with three glazed donuts. Um, they can be purchased individually, but they you would miss out on the 4th of July theme box. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can only have donuts every once in a while, but that one, they sound very, very sweet. So, uh, Krispy Kreme, there you go. Um, what do I have next for you? Oh, um, these, I talked to you about these before, but I guess they're coming back. I, I never saw either one of these in my store. I know they had them up in Canada. I'm not sure about the hot mustard. High serotonin, um, it's the tangy ketchup Doritos and the hot mustard Doritos. Um, the article, the people didn't like the ketchup one. Um, I tried the ketchup chips that um, Bam Bam sent me and I liked them. I thought they were, 
I like the tanginess of them. Um, the hot mustard is supposed to be like a um, Chinese hot mustard, you know, that spicy mustard you get from them. That's what it's supposed to taste like. And people are totally digging them. They think that those are really good. So I haven't seen either one of them. They're a limited edition for the summer back. It says for July. So um, again, I haven't seen them. And they said there also will have the Tapatio Doritos and the sweet, spicy chili Doritos. I think I saw those at the store, but I definitely did not see the ketchup or mustard one. If you're looking for them, most likely you can probably find them at Walmart. That's where they have all those stuff. Oh, Hannah, you tried them? You saw them have them? Oh, see, I would really, I like the Chinese hot mustard. It always makes my nose all hot and runny. <laughs> so I want to try them. I think they would be good with some pickle vodka, right? Oh, she found them at Walgreens. Look at that. Thank you, Hanny. Um, so there you go. Um, I would never think of going. I'll have to go there and see. I would really, really want to try them. Um, so yeah, um, welcome back, Tuttles. We were talking about the um, Doritos uh, ketchup and mustard that are coming back out here. Um, yeah. Oh, let's try again. Can you hear me this time? No, I can hear you. <laughs> did updates yesterday, and apparently all my apps needed re-permission to do anything, so it wasn't connecting to my microphone. Oh, nice. Stupid technology. Tell you what, man, I'm saying the same thing, <laughs> but I don't want to say anything today and jinx myself, so I'm just like, keep me quiet. <laughs> yeah, but for natural stuff around your property, citronella, lemony type smell stuff, keep stuff away like mosquitoes. If you want to keep yeah. slugs out of your garden, you put eggshells down. You want to keep rodents oh. off of your property, you plant onions because uh, rodents don't like the smell of onions and garlics. And if you okay. want to keep, um, there was a third thing. Coffee grinds help for a lot of stuff like uh, pets and stuff like that. Keep them out of your gardens because they don't like the smell of the coffee grinds. Yeah. But they have to be used coffee grinds. They can't be new because brand new coffee grinds will actually kill your garden. Yeah, too um, acidy. Yeah. I can't see. Yeah. What are I'm... we drinking every morning? What's it doing to us, <laughs> Dina Joe? I don't know. It's making me happy. It's making me happy, dude. I drink it until about two or three. So uh, it's making me happy. And mine has all kinds of stuff in it. Too, so, <laughs> but I tell you what, yeah, they were used. I've been using the used ones and I sprinkled it around these plants because I'm like, what the hell is eating these flowers? And all of a sudden these ants, they just went, Pew! they just started scattering. I was like, whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, they really don't like them for sure. But the plants like it too, though. Some certain plants like it more. I'm not going to get into everything like that right now. But yeah, certain plants like them more than others. But well, and you know why I found that because the caffeine and the acid and stuff. When I was back in the day, when I had a job, um, I had I used to drink Red Bull way back in the day. And it was like a Friday and I had, I don't know, maybe a fourth of a cup left in it. And um, I just poured it in my plant on my desk and I came back. I swear to you, I came back and that thing was like perky and it was green. It was like green and I don't know how to describe it, but it was, it looked beautiful. I was like, what the hell? It really liked this Red Bull. So I, every time I had some, I just pour a little bit in there and it was just, people so were wondering. It really wow. did. It worked. I only put a little bit in there and it was just like, bing. 
See, sometimes I would think something like that would make it work to a point and then, like, kill it, like, as an overdose, you know? Like, it would yeah. be really awesome and then turn brown an hour later. Well, yeah, it was only a little bit. And it was just, you know, like, once a week I did it. And, um, in fact, oh, you know what? Yeah, it was a de- it was on my desk, but it wasn't even, we weren't even supposed to water these plants because they were, I don't know, people would come and water them. And so they don't want you touching them. Yeah. But I did. I did it anyway. <laughs> rebel <laughs> yeah i know well, that was me you know how i keep regrowing my green onions right yeah uh we actually started putting like a quarter teaspoon of sugar in there every once in a while in the water and i've actually figured out a trick and i've had the same green onions growing now for the last like i don't know four months like when i'm regrowing my onions and they start withering and they seem like they're not gonna like want to grow the next shoot you take those ones out, you plant them in dirt for a few weeks, they actually plump back up, thicken all back up. You cut them, use them, and stick them back in water, and they're good again for a while. So I've been, I actually have three different batches now. I have one in dirt right now, and then two in the glass jars, and I've been revolving them. So we actually haven't had to buy green onions in like forever. That's amazing. That's amazing. So we, I have to have a show just on that kind of stuff because I, I was, wa- I, you know, you start watching things on Instagram and Facebook and then I just, all of a sudden, two or three hours have gone and it was all kind of what you do. You know, you take the ends and you put it in the water and then they grow and this woman had tons of them and you can, it's just amazing. People don't realize that they can, it's that easy. We've experimented with the celery. It does work. It just takes forever. Yeah, we we tried asparagus and the asparagus seems like it takes off at first, but then the bo- the bases of the asparagus turned into mush. So I that that didn't quite work. And we've tried a few other things as well. But I'll, if when you do a show, we'll get into a list of it. Yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, Lucy, Annie J's dad's starting to grow now, too. Mm hmm. I have to rock. I'll be listening. All right. I gotta get dressed up fancy for the yes. How fun! Five minutes. So all right. How fun! Have a great show. Thanks for having me up. And sorry all right, for bye. the uh, issues. <laughs> oh, hey, not your problem at all. No problem. We love you. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, ghost peppers, and more. Oh, fun! I love it. I always grow um jalapenos and tomatoes and. Um, I wasn't going to grow a whole bunch this year because we were planning to already have been moved, but um, that probably isn't going to happen for a little while um, longer. But yeah, so I have a little bit of stuff growing, but I always love it. I never, you know, the city girl, the California city girl, I never thought I would actually um, enjoy gardening, but I totally dig it. Like I'll have to take a picture of my lettuce. I'm like, oh, look at my lettuce. You know, it's all growing. I planted it, waited and planted another one, planted another one. So then when you cut them off, you know, you have a whole bunch. So got lettuce growing. So yeah, fun. I love it. Um, All right. Where is my list? So um, now, uh, oh, I only have 10 minutes before music. Look at that. I want to get into, um, where is it? Yancey, Mr. Yancey. He sent me on... Cause everybody's been talking about pickle juice. Um, and he sent me, he, he said, you probably already talked about this and I, and I didn't, um, it is a pickle margarita and I will actually try this one. I want to try it. And it, this, this, what I'm going to reach you, it looks like 
probably for a single serving. You know, one of those big, huge margarita glasses you get at the uh, Mexican restaurant. That's what the picture looks like. Um, and it says it's really delicious for hot weather. So it's like a half a cup of ice, two fluid ounces of um, Blanca tequila, um, a half a, one and a half ounces of triple sec, an ounce of squeezed lime juice, and a half an ounce of dill pickle juice. Um, and you mix it all up and you drink it. Um, so yeah, it sounds really, really good. What did I write here? Um, wouldn't it be cool? Oh, oh yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could all get together and have a pickle margarita together? Um, I can't remember what your lawn people are called. Your little lawn get together people are, Yancey. But wouldn't it be good? I mean, they all get together and hang out. And I think, God, I just keep thinking about that. Wouldn't it be cool to just be able to all lawn club? Thank you. Simple as that. The lawn club to get to just all hang out and just have a drink and laugh about the day and just you know, vent and get it out and then go home, go to bed and start the day all over again. Yeah. Hmm. I think that would be fun. All right. So churros, 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 churros. And I saw BP that you tried, um, the Kit Kat churro. Tell me how, what you, what did you think? I didn't care for it that much. Um, but Starbucks is coming out with a churro frappuccino in its secret menu. I guess it's a secret menu. Um, this thing, it sounds so sickly sweet. In fact, it warns that it's extremely sweet. So if you don't like sweet stuff, um, don't get it because it's very um, sugary. So it's on the secret menu. If you're into... Um, sweet stuff. Let me see. I thought I just had it right here. Um, okay. You can also order, it says you can order it this way, a vanilla bean cream frappuccino with a boost of cinnamon dolce syrup, white chocolate mocha sauce and whipped cream and instructed they need that. That's what you need to tell them so that you can enjoy the freshly made churro taste through a straw. Um, yeah, it just sounds way too sweet for me. I can't deal with sweet, 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 sweet. I just, I've never, I've never been, I, I mean, sometimes I, I crave like something sweet, but I can't even eat the whole damn thing. I just, um, I guess that's a good thing because I don't, you know, I could probably work at a bakery and be just fine. Um, because I just can't deal with sweet, but anyway. Um, hi, Joyce, Mike Tabby. Thank you for coming back. You came just in time to hear about, and then I'll, yeah, I got a couple more things. Panera Bread. Um, they're jumping into, remember all those clothes? Everybody's has Pizza Hut had that hat, and who else had it? Oh, Chick fil A had like their sauces package stuff. Well, Panera Bread now has swimwear um, with the lasting food theme threads. It says um, they have strawberry shorts for um, guys um, with, oh my gosh, it's, it's a muscle shirt. It's a green muscle shirt with broccoli all over it and cheese on the top. <laughs> um, oh, the app updated itself. See, that's what um. That's what Bam Bam was just saying. Um, yes, and Taco Bell Crocs. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if you had a little bit of all of these? Um, so a um, muscle shirt with broccoli and cheese on it. What is this girl wearing? Um, oh, a sandwich, a half a sandwich and a cup of soup. Oh dear God. Um, yes, the top of her bathing suit is tomato soup and the bottom is a grilled cheese sandwich. 
And um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is this other girl wearing? Oh, a Chipotle chicken avocado melt one piece um, suit. So if you're into that kind of stuff, um, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to spend $35 to $45 on a theme. I mean, unless I'm like totally in love with something, I'll buy it. But I'm not just going to go. I would rather spend that money on something else. Some other yoga pants that I would like instead of um, a broccoli muscle shirt. Although even though I, I'm sure I would look good in that bro broccoli muscle shirt. Yes, I would. All right, I'll do one more and then we'll get into music. Um, this one is, it, the picture looks really gross, but it's actually, I was like, what? To me, it looks like it looks like a little individual meatloaf. This is what it looks like with a slice of cheese on it, but it's not meatloaf. It's actually an apple pie. <laughs> That's why it looks gross. And um, this is, uh, it says uh, the Kraft and the New York City Little Pie Company have um, combined and they're selling these little individual apple pies with a slice of Kraft cheese on top of it. Um, I don't know if they will mail them. Um, I think they say they will mail them. It, it just looks really gross, you guys. I'll have to post it. Um, I've never tried apple pie with cheese on it. Um, I don't know if it's good. I'm not going to say, ooh, gross. This picture looks gross. Um, but I mean, I've had cheese with apples as a snack before, but yeah. I mean, I didn't take a bite of the cheese and a bite of the apple, bite of the cheese and a bite of the apple. So I don't know. Has anybody ever tried apple pie with BP? Have you tried apple pie with cheese on it? That would be the person to ask is BP. He probably, BP's tried everything. It seems like, <laughs> no, not yet. Really? Is that something that you think you would try if it was on the menu? I think I would, I would try it if it looked good. This picture really does not, it doesn't pay it any good. It looks really gross. Um, yeah, he would try it. Yeah, I think I would try it too. Just maybe not this one. <laughs> and then lastly, oh, I'll try it. I'll leave that for later. But lastly, did you guys hear that Ryan Seacrest is going to take over Pat Sajak's job? He just seems to be in everything. Um he just seems to be in everything. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't know how I feel about that. Um, but I guess at the end, and then is, is, is Miss Vanna White still going to, is she still going to be around flipping the, flipping the stuff, flipping it. Yeah. So he's got the last of this, um, season and then, um, we'll have to deal with, uh, I just don't know. I don't know. It's not going to be the same. Anyway. All right, guys. It's been a weird morning. I'm doing things differently here. So... But so far it worked. We're going to do 80s rock music. <clears throat> this was supposed to be Monday's playlist. That was lost. And now it's found. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate your, I just, you should just saw me panicking again. Cause I'm like, where's this music? Where did it go? Four minutes. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Oh, 
<laughs> so we are doing 80s rock and we're going to start off with one everybody you guys have probably heard most of these um jane's addiction jane says according to lead singer perry barrel this was an actual jane with an actual heroin habit and an abusive boyfriend named sergio who lived, um, she lived with him and nearly a dozen others in a group house in Hollywood as the band was forming in the early 80s. She talked endlessly about scrimping for a jaunt in Europe. Jane says, I'm going away to Spain when I get my money saved. And she took an actual swipe at a housemate, but she never seemed to connect. She gets mad and she starts to cry, takes a swing, but she can't hit. So those are the words from the song. The real Jane is Jane Bantler, who was living with us in Los Angeles. It took her a while, but she eventually got over her drug problems. Well, that's good. Here's Jane's addiction with Jane Says. I don't know if I'd want somebody to be calling me out, you know? <laughs> Oh man, there's boobies on this on this album cover. Two sets of boobies. is Jane's Addiction with Jane Says off the album Nothing Shocking in 1988. All right. And there's a couple of them in here that are early 90s. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to find another 80s. I'm just going to deal with it. So we're going to move on to Talk Dirty to Me by Poison. Um, let's see. Uh, what does it say on here? There are, oh, the guys on the front of this album, I put a note on here. The front of this album, they're like all, there's four pictures of the guys, and from 1986, and they're all doing the ducky kissy face. It was funny with all their big old long hair. So the ducky kissy face was back way back then. So anyway, a little bit about this song. Um, 
it says in his VH1 reality show, Rock of Love, Poison's lead singer, Brett Michaels, I remember that show, made it clear that he preferred girls who are rather adventurous. In Poison's first hit, Talk Dirty to Me, his um singing about he's singing about just that kind of girl, one who will make love just about anywhere and talk dirty while doing it. Alrighty. Um, probably not the girl you'll marry. Oh, uh, well, somebody will, but a good time nonetheless. Um, the song peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100, became the band's first top 40 hit in the United States, and established Poison as one of the top-selling rock acts of the decade. So here they are, Poison, with Talk Dirty to Me. All I keep thinking of is Jason Derulo's song. Hi, Corey. And their makeup's all perfect. I was never really into this band. <laughs> Poison, talk dirty to me off the album. Look what the cat dragged in. Oh my gosh. They're too funny. They were like the, I don't know, they all had their makeup on and their hair was all big and puffy and better than most of the girls in the 80s. <laughs> All right, here's um, for those who um, like to rock, I don't know, for those about to rock, we salute you. The phrase that this song's title is based on is for those about to die. This is a variation of the phrase who we are about to die salute you, which is what the Roman gladiators would say to the high rulers, typically the emperor, before fighting to the death in the arena. Woo. ACDC's guitarist Angus Young got the idea after reading a book Bon Scott gave him about the gladiator games in ancient Rome. The band got the idea to use cannons in this song when they were rehearsing in Paris. The wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana was nearby on TV, and the cannons could be heard to celebrate the festivities. At ACDC's concerts, two cannons were set up behind the band were used to perform for this song. 
this wasn't the first time they had um, something large. But they, remember, I was telling that on Hell's Bells, they had an enormous bell that they brought onto stage to ring during that song. So here is ACDC for those about to rock. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm already banging my head. <laughs> ACDC, for those about to rock, we salute you off the album for those about to rock, 1981. Good song. All right, we're going to move on to um, Urgent by Foreigner. Um, written by Foreigner's songwriting team of Mick Jones and Lou Graham, this was the first single from 
Four, one of the best-selling albums of the 80s. The group wanted a Junior Walker-style sax solo for this record. When they took a break from recording, one of the members read in the New York newspaper that the Village Voice, um, that Walker was actually performing that night near blocks from the recording studio. Walker accepted their offer to play, and the recording of the sax solo was swift and without a hitch. So he actually played it. So here is Warner um, with um, Junior Walker as Bridget. Thank you, Bam Bam. Appreciate you. Be safe out there, okay? Thank you. For I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, that is Foreigner with Urgent. And that was off the album Four in 1981. Urgent. All right, and this next band, too, I didn't really listen to them either, but we'll listen to a little bit of them right now. The song is 18 in Life, and it's Skid Row. Um, Skid Row's guitarist Dave Snake Sabo wrote it after reading in a local newspaper about an 18-year-old boy who was shot by his friend by accident. He thought the gun wasn't loaded and eventually ended up in prison for life. The group's bass player, um, Rachel Blonde, um, Boland, excuse me, co-wrote the song. This was Skid Row's second single following Youth Gone Wild. It was a huge hit and helped the band debut album sell over 5 million copies. Um, a big reason why? Bon Jovi. Um, Dave Sabo was part of Bon Jovi's original lineup and was childhood friends with John Bon Jovi. In 1984, Richie Sambora ended up taking his place in the band, which soon took off. Sabo formed Skid Row and Rachel Bolan in 1986, and a year later, they were they added the brash young Canadian singer Shab Sebastian Bach, who was 20 years old, 
um, when he got um, the record deal in 1988. And Sebastian Bach, he was um, also on Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore Girls. And he, they have this little band and he's, and then he's actually really funny. So anyway, here is um, Skid Row with 18 in life. That is a bit of 18 in Life by Skid Row off the album Skid Row in 1989. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We've, I just didn't, I really got into them. All right. So the next band, Scorpions, No One Like You. This was Scorpion's breakout song in America where it hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. The band is from Germany, but had tremendous success in English speaking countries something that might have to do with their unusual perspective, it says. In an interview with the Scorpions guitarist, Rudolph Snicker, he explained, I'm not sure if that's his last name, um, we had a big single with No One Like You in 1982. People asked us, why are you guys coming from Germany and you have this number one single in the United States? What's your secret? I said, maybe it's because we see things in a different way. We explain things differently and we go very deep inside our music and lyrics and we have a different view. And people started liking the view because it's not the same as the view as other people. All right, whatever. So here's Scorpions with no one like you. They explain it better. I do like this song. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. And you guys, please don't forget Miss Hanny J tonight on the Joe Antonio show, which you all know and hear, but people that are listening on the download every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain time. And um, she's up there with all the guys and she makes it, she makes it all better, I think. <laughs> 
And then I always forget she's always she's on another show on Saturdays with Russ and Mr. Yancey. That's the Scorpions. No one like you off the album Blackout in 1982. We're going to move on to a little Warrant. And uh, Ash, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm just going to skip Warrant. Does anybody want to listen to Warrant? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to play it. Ah, what the hell? Cherry Pie Warrant. Um, the lyrics and video are quite comical because they're obviously about sex. Warrant, um, Warrant goes away. Got away. Excuse me. I can't even read. Warrant got away with it because the sexual imagery had double meanings. There was no way to prove that they weren't saying about an actual cherry pie. Mm-hmm. In a 1992 interview um, with BAM magazine, Warren songwriter, frontman Janie Lane said, A blessing and a curse, that song. I had fun writing it all about 20 minutes, and I had fun singing it. Unfortunately, the song rubbed some people the wrong way. And of course, the whole title got out of control. It became the album's title in the first video, Cherry Pie This, Cherry Pie That. And I had fun recording the tune, but it's probably the last time I'll do that type of repertoire. The song became a top 10 hit on the Billboard Hot 100, reaching number 10 and also reaching number 19 on the mainstream rock tracks. The song has been cited by many as hair metal anthem. Here it is, Warren Cherry Pie. G-R-I-J-M-W-H-F. Welcome.
Terry Fire in 1990. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to um, Guns N' Roses. Hey, um, BP, I wanted to ask you, um, because I just we just figured out this weekend, um, or this week, I should say, that I'm on TikTok and he's on TikTok. Not that I know how to use it very well, but he posts stuff about food. Now, do you get, when people follow you, is that that's probably a good thing, right? So put it in the chat. Is it just BP Booty? How do they find you on there? I found you because you found me. So it was easy. <laughs> put it in the chat if you want people to follow you. Because he always has, he sent me something. He sent me um, something about this hamburger joint here in Denver that I had no idea about. And I need to find it because it looks really good. And it's one of those old school places that I grew up with kind of in California. Those big burgers. And oh, it just looks so, so good. So yeah, give him a follow. Look him up. All right, we're going to move on. And I have a joke for you. And Mike's the only one that's heard this so far. So here's your joke, guys. What do you call a cougar that can't hear? Hmm? 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 Anybody? Anybody? A deaf leopard. Ha, <laughs> It's your dad joke for the day. And that's who I'm playing next. Def Leppard photograph. Um, this was Def Leppard's first hit. The band formed in 1977 and released their um, two major label albums before issuing Paranormal. This, uh, the first two albums sold well with Def Leppard gaining appeal in the hard rock realm. They toured with both um, Blackfoot and Rainbow in 1981. Photograph was first. Um, let's see. Let's skip that part. Um all I've got is a photograph. This gave them the idea to write the song about a guy who was crazy about a girl, but all he had was a photograph about her. Um, let's see. Pierre, um, Norma went on to sell, that's the album, 10 million copies in the U.S. So here they are, Def Leppard with photograph. Thank <laughs> you. 
Uh, that is Jeff Leppard with um, Photograph of the Paranormal 1983 album. And I move on to Little Bon Jovi. Um, this one's for Annie J's mom. She loves Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, A Runaway was the first hit for Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi wrote the song in 1982 with his early collaborator, George K-Rack. It gained popularity in the band's home state of New Jersey. Despite the success of the song, the band continued to struggle. They were a popular live act, but they didn't make much money until they released their Slippery When Wet album two years later. Oh my gosh, I totally remember. I remember some girl getting that tattoo. Uh-uh. This song tells the story of a young girl who gets so little attention from her parents that she runs away from home and lives on the street doing what she to survive. Um, John Bon Jovi would um, often take Greyhound buses from New Jersey to Manhattan where he saw young people trying to get away in um, desperation. These are the people who inspired the song. Here is Bon Jovi with Runaway. Hi, Chloe. Welcome. Can you imagine having that tattoo on you for the rest of your life? <laughs> oh my, uh-uh. And you all know where it was. <laughs> Close to. That is Bon Jovi with Runaway off of the album Bon Jovi, 1984. I always liked him. I always thought, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. All right, the next one, Van Halen. Why can't this be love? Um, this was in 1986. Why can't this be love was the first Van Halen single with Sammy Hagar as the lead singer, replacing David Lee Roth. 
He had plenty of creed as a rocker and went over as well as he could be expected in his position. The song took the band in a more mature, melodic, melodic, I got to figure out that word. Well, they took him in a different direction, which proved hit worthy. Um, The band Hagar era was on and Sammy versus Dave debate. Um, started. Yeah, everybody keeps talking about that. Still, um, replacing David Lee Roth in the studio was certainly a challenge for Sammy Hagar, but filling his shoes on um, in concert was even more daunting. When Van Halen toured um, for 50, the album 5150, um, Hagar pushed to get Bachman Turner Overdrive as their opening act. Um, since the Canadian rockers could play a set of hits that could keep the crowd enthralled, BTO agreed and do Hopefully um, delivered their hits. At the conclusion of the set, Van Halen wasted no time taking the stage. The short changeover was designed to minimize the inevitable where's Dave calls from the audience that had been happening. The ploy worked and the fans had no time for cat calls and the concert went on. So there you go. There is, um, here is Van Halen. Why can't this be love? Is Van Halen with Sammy Hagar? Why can't this be live off the album 5150 in 1986? We're gonna move on to let's see, Lover Boy. Remember Lover Boy? The the kid is hot tonight is the song. Um, the kid is hot tonight is a song by Canadian rock band Lover Boy. It was released in 1981 as the second and final single from their debut album Lover Boy. The song is interpreted by some to be about the up and coming fellow Canadian singer guitarist Brian Adams. While not a 
big on the chart success as their debut single, Turn Me Loose. Um, the song still reached number 20 in Canada and number 55 in the United States. War- Record World said the song has winning guitar and synthesizer strains and a smashing chorus hook. All right, well, let's listen. Lover Boy, the kid is hot tonight. Manifest, manifest, welcome. It is hot tonight by Lover Boy off the album Lover Boy in 1981. Yeah, we're gonna end with that um, song. So uh, that is where we're gonna end today. Um, I'm gonna, why is that going off? That's not how I always leave you. This is how I always leave you. It's not working. <laughs> what is going on with Podbean? Why is it not working? <laughs> Uh, there it goes it took a minute but there we go hey Juan you came in right when I was ending I'm sorry come back please on Friday um thank you guys so much for joining me today I appreciate y'all I love you guys more than you know um again come into um Joe Antonio to see Hanny J WKOP for Yancey and um I will see you guys on Friday um talk to you later bye